0: Everyone's looking forward to the start of the AFLW competition. It comes around this weekend with every club now having a team in the AFLW and the Brisbane Lions, a very successful team over the journey of the AFLW competition and their very successful coach, Craig Stasevich, is on the line. Morning, Craig. How are you? Morning, Chance. How are you? Oh, very well, thanks. I was sort of uh, really interested to know how your off-season went because, of course, another four clubs were added to the competition. Uh, I think each had the right to take 14 players from the other clubs. I mean, was it a the usual hectic off-season, not only on the paddock, but trying to make sure your team list stayed something as you would have liked it?
1: Yeah, it was a bit. It was a pretty stressful May trying to hang on to everyone after our season finished in April. So, uh, thankfully, we... We got that done. We kept 28 of the 31. So yeah. um, we're in a nice position coming into Season 7.
2: Emily Bates was one of the ones you were going to be losing?
1: Uh, I don't... Well, <laughs> not by choice. That's <laughs> no, no, by yes. your choice, that was <laughs> it, yes. There, uh, there's, there's plenty of interest, that's for sure. But, um, you know, Emily's one of those stories where, you know, she's grown up in Queensland, um, played all the junior footy at Yoronga Footy Club, if ever there was a poster girl for female participation in footy in our state, it's Emily. So, um, you know, from our club's point of view, she's rusted on Brisbane Lions. Um, I just hope from the competition's point of view, they see it the same way and they they see her value as, you know, such an important figure in AFL women's footy in Queensland.
0: Well, still responsible for, I think, one of the best speeches I've heard when she won the Play of the Year last year. It was a wonderful speech and great ambassador for the sport. As you say, she just can't be lost to Brisbane, if at all possible. Uh, Are you hoping now that every club has a team, Craig, that the competition is given a period of time to just sort of settle down a little bit and we can get some continuity? Uh, Yeah,
1: although, I mean, we were working towards... Um, you know, having all 18 teams in which is fine and there's always been that sort of undercurrent of have we got enough talent mm. um, to service them all and, and the short answer is yes because the pathway players now are coming through under 18 ranks and, and all those kids in high school that have now got a choice between a whole range of sports and that's, that's uh, you know, at it's most competitive in Queensland really when you think of all the sports a young girl can play. Now that we're um, you know, the highest paid sport um, across um, across all the choices. The, the choices are pretty pretty good one now. You know, if you want to follow AFL as a career path, then, um, then go for it. So the depth of talent right across the nation hasn't really suffered, I don't think. The only thing is we just don't know their names yet because they no. haven't got out there and played <laughs> yeah. and, and got a repu- reputation. So give it, give, it, uh, give it a month and you, you'll start to hear some of these really talented under-18 players that have mainly gone to the expansion clubs, they'll, they'll be starting to put their hands up.
2: So uh, who's new on the Brisbane Lions list that the the fans may not have seen or know too much about from last season?
1: Yeah, we've picked up uh, Dee Heslop from the Suns. So she's played three years now. Um, so this will be her fourth. But um, our academy girls that we've picked up, Ella Smith, uh, Kiara Hillier, Charlie Mullins and, and just recently Ava Seaton are our are our four Brisbane Lions Academy girls that we've just added to the squad. So um, whether they play first up remains to be seen. But across, you know when, when we've done match practice across the last couple of months, they've not looked out of place. It's it's amazing how prepared they are, and and you know you could slot them into your best 21 tomorrow if you had to.
0: Well, I was at a function not so long ago. Actually, when you're talking about uh, girls having choice, and uh, Lucy Puller was speaking, and she, of course, uh, went over to the States on a soccer scholarship and was a Brisbane Royal player, and has come back and is now playing Aussie Rules.
1: Yeah, and this is, will only be her second year as well. So, you know, she she started her AFL journey down at Bond University um, while she was studying, and um, you know, lo and behold, she's she's had that good background in soccer. She understands what high performance looks like, and, you know, she's fitted in really nicely with us and become a key player for us.
2: Craig, are we far away from seeing... uh, We hear hear about father-son all the time. Is there a father-daughter for a lion on this horizon?
1: Uh, It's the missing bit of our list at the moment, to be honest. We've got 16 Academy girls in our group, but we don't have a father-daughter. So um, watch out through all our channels because um, I know our new Academy coach... Emma Zilke and her offsider Nat Grider who plays with us still is, is the strength and conditioner with the with the Academy. They're hatching a little plan to um, to pump that up and and uh, yeah, just just uh, keep an eye out for all the publicity around that. It would be a fantastic story mm. to have, you know, one of Justin Leppish's daughters or Nigel Lappin's daughters or Clark Keating's kids who all play footy at Willston Grange at the moment. So to get one of those into our squad over the next you know, one to three years would be amazing. It would be the last little piece of the puzzle, and and a really sort of connection piece for your your Lions supporter.
0: Well, I suppose the last connection piece, and you'll probably still be coaching. They have a mother daughter, um, one of the oh, girls who yeah. played with the Lions, one of her uh, daughters may end up uh, back there. That would be uh, great as well.
1: Yeah, I guarantee you I won't be coaching <laughs> <laughs> when, that, when that happens. But. um... It's, uh, yeah, Sani Webb's daughter, Billy is, uh, she's, uh, I'm going to say she's 18 months, but I'll be wrong. I think she's <laughs> just, just past a year old. So, okay. Um, but she's definitely up and walking and, um, yeah, she, she brings a lot of joy to, to the place when she comes down.
2: Now, of the new teams entering the competition this year, Craig, who, who's the one that you think may have the biggest impact on the comp?
1: Uh, I'd love to say um, Lauren Arnell's Port Adelaide. Just there's a little bit of bias there, given that Lauren's a Premiership player with us and, and a great friend to us all. She's she's the first ex-player to to graduate into senior coaching ranks. So I, I'm going to go with the heart, but but also the way she's recruited and, and put the group together is they're looking pretty good. And i would probably say Essendon are, are, are thereabouts as well. So um, but I'd, I'd like to see Lauren do well and mainly because we don't play Port Adelaide this year. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, well, we'll, we'll be relying on each other for info, I think. So,
2: well, Craig, uh, nine matches this year. It's increasing all the time. You're doing a marvellous job. Can't wait to see the women in action against Frio this weekend. No doubt we'll catch up with you again during the season because you're a great friend of the show. We always love having a chat. All the best.
1: Thanks, guys. Get uh, all, all line supporters get down to the Gabba, 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Mm. It's a week off for the boys. Just Get down there. We, we'd love to have a, a big crowd there.
2: Okay, two o'clock Sunday at the Gabba. That's it. Oh, lovely. Good on you, Craig. There is. God.